With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Direct from the Broski Nation headquarters in Los Angeles, California, this is the Broski Report with your host, Brittany Broski. <laughs> Hello, Broski Nation! Jesus. Hello, Broski Nation, and welcome back to another week. Yes! Yes, the passing of time continues. There is not much, if at all, anything we can do to slow or perhaps um, thwart the stopping, the, the passing of time. Okay, now, some changes to the set. We have added vintage 1995 Coca-Cola bear. <laughs> you know how Drew and Inya have, <laughs> have PSYOP corner? where they just like read memes back and forth to each other. This is uh, something similar is kind of happening over here. I'm hoping to um, sort of establish a special interest corner with my Funko Pops. And did that feel good coming out? No. You think I like to, you, you think I want to come on this podcast and be like, oh, everyone, I got a new <laughs> Funko Pop. You think that feels good coming out because it doesn't. I am humiliated. Okay, and welcome to the stage, my new Funko Pop. Hey, I'm 26. Every day, every day is a war between being my true and authentic self, unabashedly, unashamedly, for the world to see, for the world to gawk at, knowing that I am comfortable in my own in my own soul, my own skin. Versus the mortifying ordeal of being known. Right now, those two inside of you are two wolves. Mortifying ordeal of being known. Uh, living for your own pleasure. Okay? And they kiss sometimes. <laughs> inside of you are two wolves kissing. <laughs> inside of you are two wolves frenching. Okay? It's just let's get that out of the way. So now let's go through the ranking. Okay? We have me on the Iron Throne. Kylo Ren and Mando kind of taking the right flank. Okay, they're taking the right flank. Uh, to the left, Coca-Cola Bear. He's the jester. Okay, he's going to make me giggle. He's going to give me Cokes whenever I need him. And then we've got Ghost from Call of Duty. He's going to be sort of like, um, not not recon. What does reconnaissance mean? That means when you go get somebody, right? Recon. To conduct a preliminary survey or reconnaissance of something. For example, the hacker is. They're doing the recon. And then they're breaking into that server so as to compromise your environment. Period. We've got a tagline for a movie here. As a noun, recon is an abbreviation for reconnaissance. Again, oh, which is a military term for inspecting or exploring an area. Exactly. So Ghost is going to be doing recon. Um, on what? That's classified. Okay. That is classified. Now, we've addressed the changes to the set. Oh, also, mug of the day is Pirates of the Caribbean that has this crazy little sword handle. Okay. It's a sword. Okay, and what do you call the hilt of a sword that wraps around your hand? Pommel. 
testing you guys' you guys' vocab, okay? And you know what? I am gonna Google that just to make sure I'm right. What is the pommel of a sword? Mm, mm-hmm. The pommel is a knob or shaped protrusion at the end of a sword's hilt. It has several functions: balance, grip, and guard, aesthetics. Okay, so maybe that's not that's not right. The pommel's what you hold. What wraps around your hand to to protect your hand? We'll never know. Okay, guys, there are a lot of things on my mind that we need to address, but initially I will address um, the elephant in the room. Beyonce Giselle Cardinals. Over the Super Bowl weekend, which she's known to do, okay, she did this with the Formation Tour as well, announced that Act Two of the three-act structure of Renaissance is going to be a country album. I heard whispers on the wind way back when, 2021, 2022, when they were like, new album, it's a three-act structure, whatever it's going to be. And there are a couple different rumors, and I kind of refuse to believe it. And I don't know why, because looking back, I'm like, all signs pointed to this. Her CMA performance of Daddy Lessons, all of the sort of country elements that she's wound in to her discography that even through the visuals, I mean, it's not really like a, a, you know, I don't think it's an aesthetic that she's pulling from. Like Beyonce is country. People forget that. So I think that it's absolutely, I'm an idiot for not expecting it. Cause they said, th- this was the rumor on, on Beehive Twitter back in like 2021, 2022 was house album country, and then rap album. People are saying now the third one's going to be rock. I'm fine with either one. Because Ape Shit by the Carters changed me. Ape Shit, bitch? That whole album. She kind of has, oh my God, that whole album, Everything is Love, that dropped in 2018 and changed my life. It was the album of my summer. It soundtracked my summer into uh, uh, that, that fall. It was so... When you have a body of work, and also, if you don't know this, let me just go ahead and walk through it. Lemonade, okay? Lemonade 2016 was her her I Got Cheated On uh, reconciliation album. It was processing visually and sonically the whole experience of having the absolute love of your life do that to you. It... Perfectly, if you've never listened to Lemonade, first of all, fucking grow up and don't listen to it first. Go watch it first because it is a visual album. It is a movie. Go watch Lemonade. It chronicles every single stage of grief that you experience in that sort of headspace of anger and then apathy and then just guttural sadness and then, you know, this, this, decision that you kind of get to a fork in the road. You get to a, a an intersection of, do I leave him behind forever knowing that you have a child with this man? Or do you go down the second path of you absolve him of his sins because the love is that strong? Because love, true love, can have missteps and it, mistakes can be made because we are only human at the end of the day. Do you let him back in? And I, the, the sort of resolution of Lemonade is yes. Then Jay-Z drops his album, 
444, which is Beyonce's lucky number. I think it's both of their lucky numbers. They have it tattooed on their ring fingers. It's like their number. This album explores similar themes from his point of view. Story of OJ, one of the best songs of that year to come out. Story of OJ, Family Feud, Bam. And bitch, she would do Bam on stage. The bam, 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 which is a sample, of course. But the way that it's chopped up in the song, fucking art. And then she would do that crazy, like, uh, combination with, hold up, they don't love you like I love you. Slow down. And then she would turn around to the to the crowd so her ass is facing the crowd and she would do this crazy like like bounce with her butt to the bam 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 it's so good holy shit this album was really great okay also the music video for story of oj whoa wow like wow okay we have 444 then 2018 comes around they release a joint album as the Carters called Everything is Love that, again, sort of chronicles the emotions in a much more healed way of everything that they went through to get to where they are now as a couple where he knows he fucked up. And even, how are you going to cheat on Beyonce? You have the literal baddest woman alive and you cheat on her. I can't, okay. I think I've talked about this ad nauseum before. Anyway. Through this album, it's evident that the work has been done, healing has been done. They are at a place where, you know, for the betterment of their love, of their lives, for their children's sake, for everything that they've built, this empire that the Carters have built, we will continue on, you know? And that album is just so, it's so full of love and life and happiness and home and family, and uh, it changed me. So... On that, all that to say, on that album, let me pull up that track list too. She kind of has her little rapping moment. And because it's Beyonce, of course, on Ape Shit and on uh, 713, there's still this like, just you can't get rid of the musicality behind, you know, it's rapping and singing these insane riffs in the middle of the rapping. I love her. If it's a rap album, I would kind of prefer that. If it's a rock album, we know she does that very fucking well. Because when you have a skill, the skill level that Beyonce has, genre is non-existent. Genre is, is but a roadblock for someone like Beyonce. She's going to make art and music that exists outside the bounds of earthly labeling. You know, like it is music that is so interconnected between souls that I don't really, you know, there's not really, and I think that the music industry really struggles to put her in a box because they don't know what to do with her. They don't know what to do with someone like Beyonce and it shows. I think that um, this country album, first of all, it's already a joke online that people are like, this is going to be my new personality. Bitch, I've been here. I've been here waiting. <sighs> I've been here waiting. And so I'll, I'll continue to be here waiting. I'm turning to Nick Cage. Have y'all seen, to completely pivot, Shane Top from Smosh and the other guy, what's his name, <laughs> do this like trivial pursuit thing on Smosh where they act like Nick Cage the whole time? And it's the funny, it's my entire For You page. I liked two videos on it. I get one every other video now. It makes me laugh every single time. Go watch that. I'm going to watch that after I finish filming this. Okay, Beyonce. I'm very, very, very excited for it. I mean, naturally, anytime Beyonce has a release, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there with my hands out on my knees because th that's where I am. 
I got my four tattoo. Okay. Y'all don't understand. I, I would die for this shit. Got my four tattoo. Okay, now let's talk about the singles. Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. Did I fucking sob to 16 Carriages? Yeah. Oh, you're saying you did it? Oh, you're saying you're a heartless bastard? You didn't sob to 16 Carriages? Go listen to it again. Go look at the lyrics. Okay? Go listen to it again. When your entire life has been dedicated to the craft. Maybe in the beginning it was a mixture of, yes, you had a passion for this industry and you had a passion for singing. But the external factors in a sort of Michael Jackson way of your father forcing you to have uh, a reinvented passion for what you do. You know, like it's, it's an almost obsessive businessman type attitude towards a 14-year-old, towards a 15-year-old, you know, that they're workhorses. And I think that growing up in that, you know, how do you process that? It's just keep going, keep going, keep going. Especially as a woman in the music industry, you have to consistently reinvent yourself every year, every album cycle, every the people get bored of you. Versus men, icon. You know, you don't have to change anything. If you if people like something, just do it again. And there are some exceptions, you know, with people who I think just out of the boredom of their own creative spirit want to try something new. But there are some artists that continue to make the same fucking album six times in a row. And it's totally fine for them. If a woman artist does that, it's not acceptable. It's such a double standard. Y'all seen that picture of like Beyonce at an award show and then Ed Sheeran at an award show? He's in jeans and a fucking t-shirt. She's in a gown. It's that. The standard is so much higher for women. And I don't think that they're given their flowers near enough. Near enough. Anyway, 16 Carriages is about her, um, her journey through dedicating her life to making this art for, yes, for her, but for the audience as well. You know, in these conversations, the audience is this sort of invisible other that dictates your every move, dictates who you are, how you act, what you make. And you have to get to a certain point in your creative career to say, I'm okay not serving those people, you know, not serving this invisible other, whether that's the label, whether that's, you know, the fans. And when you make music for you, I think that's the most tapped in, most genuine you can be, and the audience will love it even more. It's it's a rare sort of beautiful thing in uh, in in creating art, you know? And Beyonce does it the best. So, 16 Carriages sobbed. Very, very beautiful song. Very simple uh, uh, production as well. I'm, I'm obsessed with just the stripped back sort of 16 characters. It's just very, and it's so good because it's so clean and crisp. Okay, Texas Hold'em. The complete opposite, right? Texas Hold'em. Holy shit! I have chills thinking about it. I love Beyonce so goddamn much, dude. It needs to be studied by, like, sociologists. It needs to be studied by a brain doctor. This woman means so much to me. Texas Hold'em is fun. It's inventive. You know what I also appreciate is she's going to show off her vocal range every time. I don't think she knows how to not show her vocal range. It's just, it's incredible. Every single song. Texas Hold'em... I appreciate is, of course, it's a country song from the fiddle to, you know, the intro guitar to everything. But towards the end of the song, it's almost like I forgot 
Like I was jamming along to it so hard. I was like, yeah, this is just a Beyonce song that it's not, she doesn't, again, I, I'll scream this. She doesn't let the rules of genre define her or get in her way or impede the creative process in any sense. And I just love it. I love listening to it. I love, I cannot wait for what this album's gonna sound like. I cannot wait. I am so, so, so happy. And honestly, I think a lot of Beehive members, it's kind of like, you get what you get. There's not really, I'm not like demanding, oh, drop an album, drop an album, the way that I kind of feel about, you know, Harry Styles or whoever, where it's like, drop the fucking album, coward. You know, like you can take a hiatus, but push the album. Like that sort of thing. It's, it's kind of a funny thing with Beyonce. She has laid the groundwork. She has done the fucking albums. She's done her time. Let her rest. <laughs> Let her be a mother and a wife, you know? And still, still, she's giving us music. She's giving us visuals. She's giving us, I'm hoping and assuming eventually a tour because, oh my fucking God, dude. And when she sells out NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas, you bet your fucking ass I'm going to be there. You bet your fucking ass I'm going to be an assless chaps, butt pimples out <laughs> at NRG Stadium. I'm going to be carried away. I'm going to be escorted out of the establishment. Okay. That was my Beyonce spiel. Thank you for indulging me. Cannot wait. Can I am so, so excited. And that merch is going to go crazy. It's going to go crazy. Oh, my God. Okay. Big, big day for annoying people. Big, huge day for annoying people, a.k.a. me. This episode is sponsored by Tinder. Let's talk about how the vibes on Tinder are unmatched. It is the place to be right now. Take control of your 2024 love life, and who knows, you may find yourself catching feelings and entering your lovey-dovey era or finding someone who matches your energy. It has boundless possibilities where everything is possible. Seriously, it starts with a swipe. Hop into your dating era. This is the best time on Tinder to find the most matches. So you have the most opportunities to find whatever you want on Tinder. And hear me out, Tinder is the dating app to be on. It's easy, it's fun, it has it all. It actually has all the profiles, the most possibilities to find the love of your night or your life or someone to become that couple with. It's time to reignite that flame. So grab your phone, tap the download button, and make this your best year yet. Explore all the possibilities for yourself on Tinder. It starts with a swipe. Download Tinder today. This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. We all know that there are things in life you have to compromise on, like perhaps an apartment that's in your budget, but with an upstairs neighbor who's practicing for an Irish dancing competition, or perhaps a tap jazz class. When it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who will see you, but doesn't care if you live or die. And they only saw you because they're available right now, or they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, who are close to you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. 
The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is just between 24 and 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. I found my dermatologist on ZocDoc, as most of you know, and Lord knows I've put him to work. So go to ZocDoc.com broski and download the ZocDoc app for free, then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash broski. ZocDoc.com slash broski. Okay, now I want to get into something that I just like really feel called to. Uh... <laughs> Every day I get on this app and again, it's the two wolves. It, it's like, uh, do I expose my soul? Do I show you my soul? Or do I keep some things private? Today, uh, I'm not keeping things private, okay? I did a sponsorship. I did a brand deal with a dating app, and they gave me the premium version of it. So, of course, I put myself in Dublin, Ireland. Why would I not? You think I'm not going to put myself in Dublin, Ireland? Guess what? Top to Martin to you, top to Martin to you. How are you doing? How are you doing? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I went fucking buck wild. I felt like a bull in a china shop. I felt like a kid in a candy store. Dude. Oh, y'all let me loose around the Irishman. Oh, y'all let me swipe around the Irishman. Found a husband. Found six. Okay. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Well, actually, but before that, Irish names, crazy. What do you mean your name is Donach? Love it. Love it, by the way. Okay. Donach. What? <laughs> right. Okay. We're going to call you Don for short. Donnie, maybe if I'm feeling crazy. Some of these names would come up and I'd be like, no shot. There's no shot. I'm going to kind of lean on you to give me... Go ahead and send me a voice memo with the way you say that fucking name, okay? Damn. So many gingers. I don't know why I'm shocked. I was swiping and I was like, I've never really... I'm learning so much about myself these days. Whoever said that life stops when you turn 30? I don't know who said that and I'm also not 30. Was wrong. Um, life is just beginning. A whole new has opened up to me. These names are crazy. Um, a lot of gingers. I don't know why I was like shocked to find that out. Have I ever lived a day on planet Earth? I'm swiping, I'm swiping, I'm swiping. And I'm thinking, you know what? I have always thought Conan O'Brien's hot. I don't know why I'm lying to myself. Like he is hot. Conan O'Brien is a sexy gentleman. And I'm jealous. I'm jealous of any woman who's ever, who's ever gotten to know him. Okay? Conan O'Brien hit my line. Now, is he almost 60? Yeah. Is he 60? Maybe. Doesn't matter. That will not stop me. I don't care. Oh my God. Tumblr rotted my brain in ways that I'm still trying to figure out. The DILF epidemic. I was 16 talking about, oh, George Clooney, salt and pepper. Huh? Silver Fox. I'm 16. And now I'm 26. And got, now guess what? Let's make it happen. <laughs> now guess what? I hit my DM. <laughs> Hit my motherfucking damn Conan O'Brien. He's got a wife. Okay, uh, so I'm in Ireland. I'm in I'm in Dublin, Ireland. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. Okay, turkey tree potatoes at the party. Okay, that's literally me on the app playing the Irish national anthem. Don't know what it sounds like. Also, the president of Ireland about five three. Okay, all of about five three. Adorable. M miss him. Think his name is Mikey Higgins. Miss him so bad. Uh, wish he was on the podcast. Okay, I'm swiping. I've got my little profile set up. And I don't do this, dude. I don't do dating apps. Like, I've talked about this before. I don't trust men 
to not be creepy. And also, I don't trust men with my privacy because it's different if I was just like an anonymous woman, you know, just like working a normal job. There is a, a safety and, you know, security concern when it comes to having private uh, DMs leaked and things like that. You know, like sometimes you see that happen to people and it's just the most like humiliating thing ever. I just don't want to put myself in a situation. But in Ireland, I guess the logic kind of went out of my brain because I was like, oh, Irish men would never do that to me. <laughs> oh, American men, absolutely. Uh, Irish men would never fucking do that to me. So I, I did put myself in Dublin. No, I was swiping. <laughs> and I came across a young gentleman. And I'm not like, I hope this is going to be one of those clips because I am clinically delusional. I am clinically crazy. I think that we've sort of established that point. That's a foundational thing of this podcast. I don't really need to convince you on that. Not much to convince there. I'm fucking. We're swiping. We're swiping. My profile, of course, is a joke. I've got beautiful, gorgeous pictures because I'm beautiful and gorgeous. What, why, why are you like, why'd you make a face? I'm beautiful and gorgeous. Okay. My answers are so unserious. Uh, I'll read them. <laughs> Allow me. Okay, my profile is as follows. <laughs> and guys, this is really like, um, take some pointers from me because don't take yourself seriously at all on a dating app because you think you're going to find true love. Maybe you will, but you won't. Okay, I can almost assure you, you won't. My profile is the about me section. Here we go. Seeking tall bearded Irishmen to enlist in my personal militia, similar to that of minions regarding Gru. Okay, like re, Gru. Uh, so I am Gru, I'm Groot, seeking Irish minions, okay? That's going to be my about. <laughs> a prompt I'm known for, morphing into my werewolf form when the full moon appears, prowling through the forest with my pack, howling at the blue corn moon, hunting unassuming mortals, etc. cetera, uh, you know, because the list kind of goes on. Let's break dating stereotypes by starting an MLM scheme together, okay? What's an MLM? Multi-level marketing. Dating apps really are just a, a recruitment software, if you think about it. It is Indeed.com. It's LinkedIn. I'm really looking for employment here. The more that I'm actually reading my profile back, starting an MLM scheme together, and then uh, I guess my, 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 my Gru fantasy. Favorite quality in a person? Anemia. Okay, so that's actually going to be my profile. And then, of course, I've got gorgeous and sexy hot pictures of me, okay? Because I've never taken a bad picture. And if you start to think that way, it might be true. Okay, so I'm swiping, I'm swiping. That's my profile, like so unserious. And I'm scrolling through these. Oh my fucking God, dude. I forgot that when you leave, even, okay, the limits of male cringiness know no bounds. When you start to think, hmm, maybe men are <clears throat> extremely loud, incorrect buzzer. Men will always be cringe and horrible, okay? Women can never make mistakes. Don't forget that women are surreal, ethereal, uh, angelic beings. And any cringe that they could ever, you know, any cringe that a woman could ever do is part of an, an artistic display, I would argue. You know, we are performing femininity. Sometimes femininity has an, an element of cringe to it, but be, that's been taught to us, okay? Because men like it, okay? So if you see a woman being cringy, I don't blame her. I don't blame her. I blame the patriarchy, okay? When a man's cringy, 
Death to all of them. Okay, I'm swiping. Some of the bios are like, <laughs> ah! I'm swiping, I'm swiping through these men's profiles. Okay, if I see one more, oh, I'm about to start shaking. If I see one more bio that says, just looking for someone to do leg day with, just looking for someone to go hiking, got something to food, maybe trying to trying to cover plants, have a have a point. Okay, that is the one difference in Ireland. It's like, you want to go on a hike and get a point? No, motherfucker. I want to have witty banter and then maybe meet up and then maybe we ghost each other, okay? That's what I want. Maybe, look, looking for an adventure partner. Adventure? What are you, fucking Robin Hood? Looking for an adventure. What the fuck kind of adventure are you talking about? You live in the city center! <sighs> Take this dumbass shit off. I'm livid. I'm pissed off. I think men just don't... Men are so unoriginal. Like, I don't know. Again, it goes back to the, like, Beyonce, Ed Sheeran thing of, like, there is just such a different standard. Or maybe I'm putting this on myself. And again, I'm talking out of my ass, okay? I could be wrong. You guys could disagree. That's totally fine. I think that, or maybe it has to do with hot level. It has to do with hotness level. And this isn't something new. If you are hot, like very hot, traditionally very uh, uh, hot, you don't have to have a bio. People are going to swipe on you regardless because you're hot. And so much of, of dating apps is this game of like, does that hot person think I'm hot? You know, it's that game of yes or no. Usually it's no, okay? And then if you're medium ugly or medium cute, you have to be a little funny. You have to be a little interesting, okay? That's when you start to filter in more like, okay, this is the type of music I listen to. This is Let's get some thought starters going, okay? Then when you're, you're lower tier, low ugly, low cute, you got to really pull out the stops, okay? You got to make me fucking giggle. Luckily for me, I love a beard. I love a mustache. That can conceal a lot of the face. It can conceal a lot of, if you're not happy with what you're rocking with, grow a beard, okay? If you can't grow a beard, grow a mustache. If you can't do that, get like a, get a, a what's that called? What do they get done up here? Hair plugs. Get stash plugs, okay? Maybe look into some mustache plugs. That could really suit you well. Now, my profile, I think I've kind of, I'm very hyper aware of myself and how I come off. I'm kind of forced to be with my job. I'm I'm totally aware, you know? I'm not the most hottest, gorgeousest, sexiest person alive, but I'm not ugly. Okay? I'm somewhere I'm somewhere in the ether. I'm somewhere floating in the ether between the two. Got to pull out the stops. I think also just naturally, I grew up not really getting a lot of attention from men, so you have to be funny. Okay? I have to have something that'll what about this, boss man? You know, and I pull out a little a little jig. I start dancing. Oh, yeah, I'm not pretty in the face. Watch how these feet move. Da, 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 da. I start doing an Irish jig, okay? And then the king and queen say, oh. and they, they keep me around. They give me one of those little gesture collars and a little bell on my hat. And I'm, da, 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 da. okay? That's, that's sort of my purpose and role in life thus far. So in every aspect of my life, don't know how to not be funny, okay? Don't know how to not have that be the frontward facing thing. And you know what's a catch-22 that makes me want to kill myself? Men don't like funny women, okay? Because men hate women. Because men like men. And I think that it's just like, 
being cursed. It's being cursed with skill and charm. Okay. And I know I'm, all my funny bitches out there, I know you agree. Have you ever, you, it is so evident when you're talking to a man and you're like, I am funnier than him. I am smarter than him. I am cooler than him. I love those posts that are like, just remember any dude you ever talk to is just some guy. I'm like, oh, he made you feel bad about, you. he's just some guy. Dude, who is he, dude? Who the fuck is he? Oh my God. Who is that? Okay. So. All that to say, okay, that's sort of my my MO, my modus operandi on these apps. And I'm only on one app. I'm not like, I, I just, you know. And so, I'm swiping, I'm swiping. I come across this young gentleman who has a profile that makes me literally giggle out loud. He is tall. He has a mustache. He's funny. He has a real job. And I said, oh, shit. I came across him. I was like... I'll swipe. I'll, th- I'll throw a right swipe. He's like my level of cute, I'd like to think, you know, like a seven or eight. And I was like, I can, I would be willing to bet. And so I swipe, match. <gasps> Imagine my shock. Imagine my horror. My butthole, <laughs> my butthole tightened up. Oh, shit. So I messaged him. And I said, <laughs> I'm not going to say his name. I said, you've charmed me. Mind, body, and soul. Which is that Ricky Gervais clip? Have you seen that? Okay, where are the Akatar girls? Fucking indulge me for a second, even if you're not an Akatar adult. There's this Ricky Gervais clip. Okay, so in Akatar, oh my God, will it ever escape me? In Akatar, it's a 500-year-old, like, high fey, fairy, high lord, like, president of whatever, okay? He's charmed by this, like, 17-year-old girl. Okay, because, of course... Because, okay. And so there's this meme, this Ricky Gervais clip from The Office where he goes, this woman's talking and and he's sitting just looking at her and he goes, you've charmed me. Okay. And that was like the high lord to the human girl. That was me to this guy. And I said, you've charmed me, mind, body, and soul. And he responded back and he said, God damn it again. He was like, I, I have got to stop doing that. It's really getting me into trouble. And I said, once you put a, I said, like, once you open a can of worms, you can't put it back in. It's like squeezing the toothpaste out. We went back and forth. I'm not joking. Four hours. Okay. Next day, same thing. Next day, same thing. Next day, same thing. Now, every single morning I wake up, I'm like, has he, has he messaged me? And he's eight hours ahead because he's in fucking Dublin. And now we're talking. Okay. It's been like five days. I text my friend Katie, and I said, it's going to be different this time. I'm not going to be crazy. <laughs> I'm shaking. It's not gonna, I'm not going to be crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I start pulling out all my body hair. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Okay. Next time you see me, I'm bald. I have no eyebrows. <laughs> I've, picked all of, I've picked every single hair off my... I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Okay? When I really start to like a man, I feel myself getting fucking crazy. Now, okay, I'll finish, and then I'll get to my sort of philosophical rundown. This man is, and I hate to talk, talk nice on a man, okay? I hate to talk, I hate this as it comes out of my mouth. So few times in my life have I ever spoken to a man who isn't my dad where I've thought, I, you can go toe-to-toe with me. And I don't mean that in a way that's like, you know, fluffing my ego or whatever. Like, I know I've put a lot of work into 
having the level of confidence that I do of, you know, men don't like, think about it. Why don't men like funny women, funny, smart women? Because they're jealous. Because they're jealous that they are not that smart and funny. It's a skill that they envy. And so they reject you. They make you feel bad. They tear you down. Okay. And this, again, I'm speaking in generalities. I'm not speaking, if your boyfriend, your husband's great, I believe you. Okay. So few times in my life, and I literally mean this, the exceptions are my dad, Trixie Mattel, and Stanley, and maybe Jack Innanen, where a man can go toe-to-toe with me, and I'm like, this is, I, this is a fair match. Like, they're in my weight class, so, so, so to speak, where I feel like I'm struggling sometimes to keep up with them, and it ebbs and flows. You know, like, there are moments where, like, you're, you have the upper hand, they have the upper hand, it's whatever, but you are matched. And it is such a beautiful banter where you're learning from each other, you're sharing interests, and you're connecting on those interests. And it's done in such a, an intelligent way. This first conversation I had with this dude, we were talking about, not talking about what we were making references in a comedic way to Jane Eyre, Eyes Wide Shut, uh, Of Mice and Men. 1984, like really, fu- oh my God, Elephant's Foot, Chernobyl. I, I whipped out the special interest of Chernobyl, bitch. And he matched me. He matched me. We were going special interest for special interest and he was right there. And then he pulled out something. I was like, okay, I don't know about that. Quick Google search, okay? Let, let, let me educate myself, get back in the game. It is so much fun to talk to him. And he is so cute. I'm obsessed with him. It's literally, it's like, I'm not crazy. I've never been crazy. I'm never going to be crazy. I'm actually normal. I am normal. Um, can't really speak for you bitches. I'm very normal. So if you listen to this podcast, that must mean you're also normal. Because my thought process, my obsession level, very, experts would say, uh, clinically normal. I'm just very normal. Normal SpongeBob. Put him up here. This dude, we're messaging back and forth. And I'm starting to get the the feeling that he is... Of course, he's, like, traditionally educated. I think he has a master's degree. So he's matching me, like, on my academic references. And then he's chronically online. Do you know how fucking hard it is to find people who have both? Again, Stanley and Jack are, like, the only straight men that I've found that, can that like, get it, you know? And, of course, my woman friends do. Like, I'm, th- I'm talking about men exclusively, how rare it is for men. Almost all of my woman friends are that level for me. You know, like, I have found such a community in the sisterhood of—, of any, Okay, I, I could cry. So this dude, we're talking back and forth, and I sent something about, like— I referenced some stupid, because I'm on fucking straight TikTok sometimes. Like, look-maxing. <laughs> look-maxing! I'm not even going to try to explain that if you don't get it. It's it's a fucking straight TikTok thing. Look maxing and mewing and like being handsome pilled, all that. I said, I sent something like that, hoping that he would get it. He sent me back a message that said, I need you in the most biblical sense. And I said, are you? I'm normal. I'm normal. I'm normal. I'm normal. He's my husband. I'm not. Okay. If you see me, if you see me next three months, four months, I come on here and I have a glow to me. Just know something happened. 
just know something happened. Or I'll regret it. I'll live to regret it. Usually that's how it's going to go, okay? I'm choosing to stay hopeful. Am I getting those manifestation TikTok audios? Yeah, okay? I will not be crazy this time! You will not make me crazy! Uh, usually men disappoint me, and usually men who are that funny and are willing to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with me don't want me, okay? They want me as a friend. Understandable. Also, I know men like that like talking to me because they feel the same way. It's a challenge, you know? Like, I... I'm keeping them on their toes. It's a funny, what, what is she going to say next? What am I going to say? It's, it's fun. You know, to talk to someone with that level of like witty conversational banter is a lot of fun. My worry comes in that usually men like that are incredibly emotionally unavailable. That is uh, just kind of a, a given fact, not to be disputed. Science speaks for itself. Okay. I don't want to assume things about him. Again, I've like, I've been talking to him for a week, maybe. And I'm trying not to be crazy because I really, really like talking to him. We've never spoken on the phone. We've never whatever. Like, we're just, we're texting. It moved off the app. Okay. But beyond that, I mean, he also, he accounts for the time difference. I account for the time difference. He'll be like, you know, I gotta, he's up at work. I'm going to bed. All that sort of shit. It's crazy. So, oh my God. All that to say, I'm going to Ireland in July. That's not a joke. I'm going to Ireland. Ireland. Ireland, Ireland, in July to see Hosier in Dublin. Um, and I think I'm going to the UK in late June. I think I have a show there to be determined. Not sure. Hasn't been like details confirmed yet. But I will be across the pond this summer to really just experience the horrible, awful weather in Ireland. I've heard that it's uh, terrible. Rain, wind, cold or humid. Mmm, can't wait. This episode is sponsored by Blissy. Every single morning, I hear a quiet whisper of thanks from my hair for sleeping on a silk pillowcase instead of the rough cotton one I used to sleep on. I often speak to my hair like I'm Medusa sometimes for fun. Set yourself up with better sleep with Blissey's award-winning 100% mulberry silk pillowcases. Seriously, silk is what's best for your hair and skin. It reduces frizz, tangles, and prevents breakage. That's because it keeps the moisture in your hair and keeps your skincare products and natural moisture on your skin, while cotton absorbs it off your face. There's a lot of dupes out there that claim satin can be an alternative to silk, but that's not the case. Satin is made from synthetic fibers like polyester, while silk is a luxurious all-natural fiber. Silk is more breathable, moisture-wicking, and gentle. It's also more durable and long-lasting. Think of it as an investment in better sleep and waking up feeling ready to take on the day. Blissey pillowcases are made of 100% mulberry silk, which is naturally hypoallergenic, so you can sleep more comfortably without itching or rashes. Where are my rash girls at? And unlike other silk pillowcases, these are of the highest quality silk and are machine washable and durable. It really does keep my hair from looking like a rat's nest in the morning. And my hairstylist thanks me because there's no longer a ball of mess at the nape of my neck. The smoothness of the silk is like no other. Sleeping on this Blissey pillowcase is elite. Everybody loves them. You get one, you get one. They have a ton of different prints and colors and they make great gifts because there's an option for literally anyone. Men have to sleep too. Men love them too. They have over 1 million raving fans and you could be the next one. Try now risk-free for 60 nights at blissy.com slash broski and get an additional 30% off. That's B-L-I-S-S-Y dot com slash broski and use code broski to get an additional 30% off. Your skin and hair will thank you. 
So um, I really am going in July. And now I'm like, okay, this is what I was talking to my friend Katie about the other day. Again, I'm oversharing and I'm just, I'm, I'm okay with it, I guess. I was talking to my friend Katie about this and I was like, so what, we're just going to fucking message on WhatsApp for five months? Like before I get there? Oh, he's going to lose interest. And then it's like, why are you counting yourself out? Or also, you never know. Like, and my therapist, before I fired her, used to tell me this too. You have a problem with always. Oh, this always happens. Or, or he, he'll always this, that, like men always. You speak in absolutes and that's not how life works. You know, life can surprise you. Life always has something around the corner. You hear a lot of the times life starts at 30. Okay. I'm not even 30 yet. People will go through complete marriages and, and divorces, job changes, state changes, have children, and then they'll come on TikTok and be like, my life began at 30. Your 20s are about fucking figuring it out. Your 30s are about having fun, okay? I'm trying to be in the mindset and a healthy mindset of if this doesn't work out, it was fun to talk to him, you know? And maybe if I'm there, we it's like a friendly thing, okay? Do I want him? Yes. Do I want him so bad that I go to bed thinking about it? Yes. Okay? He's so cute. Oh, oh my God. Okay. So, I will be there in July. What the fuck, bitch? I mean, it's just horrible. Like, I think this is why I'm not on these apps. I don't do this bullshit. It's because when I get attention from a man that I like, and that's the caveat. In the past, it's been attention from any man. Now, it's when I actually get attention from a man I like. How do you not think about it all the time? Like, I'm trying to do my daily tasks. I'm trying to do my work. Bitch, it's so hard. It's so hard. And the time difference sucks. Time difference kind of helps, though, because it's like, okay, I know I know he's asleep. He's not going to bother me or like whatever, you know? And he texted me 10 minutes ago, and I'm like itching and scratching. I'm like itching my fucking neck to answer it, okay? Anyway, that's the update. And I'm I'm challenging myself in this regard to maintain boundaries with myself, you know, of like, you need to have clear boundaries in your life of how much time you're willing to give to this dude, some dude, okay? Any man is just some dude. He's some dude even worse from the internet. Ugh. My life is more important, and I hate to, I'm going to throw out a song, okay? Oh, we got to do my songs of the week. <laughs> okay, let's do my songs of the week because one of them is actually uh, applicable. First song of the week, which I'm about to talk about, is uh, the song. This is a curveball. I'm going to throw it to you. It's called Word on the Streets by Key Glock, okay? And in this song, Mr. Key Glock, Mr. Glock, if you will. Uh, he says, I'll never put a bitch before my money. I'll never put a bitch before my money on my mummy. Okay? That is so true. I would never put a young gentleman above my career, my job, what I have to do on a daily basis, my team, the people who work for me, like everything that I've built, why would I fucking put that on pause for someone and I'm getting ahead of myself, of course. I'm like, you know, we're putting the carriage before the horse. But I, I have to, like, have these conversations with myself because I become so obsessive and I become so, like, oh, well, it, you know, true love. True love? You're normal. You're normal. Don't be crazy. Don't be crazy. 
So that that this song, and I'm not I'm being very earnest when I say this. This song really has helped me. Word on the streets by King Clock. Go listen to it if you want to. It's it's wild. Okay. And I'm uh, let's keep in the same vein, guys. I'm not really proud of uh the songs I'm about to give you, but here we go. Flawless by Yeet and Lil Uzi Vert. I love that song. And then, of course, we'll throw in Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. Those are have also been on repeat. But let's add in a fifth one because I'm feeling crazy. Um, Noah Khan had his song with Sam Fender come out. Freaked the fuck out. Could you imagine? Try to imagine it, okay? Well, I grew up in the fallout of the riots from the 90s. I love his little accent. He's so cute. Uh, it's called Homesick by Sam Fender and Noah Kahn, okay? Cause I grew up in New England. Okay, love that song. Um, another one I've been really, really fucking with lately is, oh my God, The Reason by Hoobastank. Do y'all remember that song? And the reason is you. And the reason is you. I was with Nashville Cash in Nashville recently. I went out there for some work stuff and I got to see him. And uh, we went to lunch at this Mexican place that ended up giving me food poisoning, by the way. Uh, and they played this song over the, the radio and it was The Reason by Hoobastank Latin version. I almost went topless. I was going crazy. We're doing dad rock Latin version. That Britney core. That's broski core. Okay. Jonathan Moley and Hoobastank. It's the reason Latin version. I saved it immediately. It's been on repeat. I'm obsessed with it. Okay. Another one, a country recommendation. If y'all are, you know, if, if Beyonce's country thing has kind of put you on to maybe I'd like to explore some country music. First of all, hit my line, okay? I can give you some recommendations for the flavor or brand that you're going for. If you if you want more pop country, like a Luke Combs sort of John Party thing, I can give you recommendations there. If you want to go more Tyler Childers, Coulter Wall, indie country maybe, indie like traditionalist revival country. If you want bluegrass, I can give you some old bluegrass recommendations. Or this sort of thing that I'm I'm really kind of digging into, I don't really know how to, I mean, it's just like good songs till it does by randy rogers and wade bowen yeah the intro of that song is gonna it it just opens my heart to something that is so it makes me emotional i don't know what i i think that there's such a spiritual connection to to folk music to country music for me um especially being from texas i think it it, it reminds me of home and it also it's just good fucking music i think I always say sonically, but like truly, there's something about the combination of a steel guitar, a fiddle, a banjo that all just fits together. It was supposed to go together. Oh my God, I found this TikTok the other day of, of it's these two women from Appalachia who play banjo and um, I think the ganjo, which is a guitar banjo. They, they play them and then uh, they have a friend who I think it, she's a Chinese woman who came to – she left China and came to live in I think West Virginia. I could be making that up. And she plays um, the mandolin and another oh, – the name escapes me. It's like a traditional Chinese instrument. And uh, they play them together 
oh my God, it was the coolest thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. And it fits. It fits. And this is, I always talk about this. I think I talked about this a few episodes ago, how folk music across every culture has some similar elements, which is crazy when you think about it. Like, it's really crazy. Either the instrument itself has a similar, like, body and sound to a country on the complete opposite side of the world before we had the internet to sort of, you know, compare and contrast models. There is, I think humans are called to folk music. It is something in the bones. And that may sound cringy. I don't care. I truly believe that. I think it's it's something very, very spiritual. It's something very human. The human propensity and need to dance and sing. Okay, sorry if that's like... Humans need to dance and sing. It is part of the human condition, the human experience. You have got to dance and sing. Don't give a fuck. If you haven't danced and sang recently, if you have not danced and sung, try it. There's that old woman on TikTok who goes live when she's had a tough day. She'll just spin around. <laughs> That's what I'm about to start doing with this fucking man. He's going to drive me up the wall. I'm just going to start going live and start spinning. Just spin around. I got a, I got a lot of emotions I need to get out. I'm just going to start spinning naked. TikTok's going to ban me. I need to do this for my soul. I need to do this for my spirit. I just need to dance. I need to get it out. There's something. I, I It's real. Okay? Word on the Streets by Key Glock. Always thinking about that song, usually. Um, in the vein of, of the young gentleman I'm talking about, uh, again, I'm trying to maintain a healthy perspective on I enjoy talking to this person. It's evident he enjoys talking to me as well because who the fuck wouldn't? Because I'm cool. And, like, I would like to talk to me, too. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's not this, oh, my God, he's giving me attention. It's truly, genuinely, I like talking to him. Like, he, oh, my God, and he's so funny. He literally makes me laugh. Usually when I talk to men, it's like a sympathy laugh or it's like a, you know, it's one of those, like, I'm trying to make you feel good so you like me. It's a people pleaser trick. Uh he makes me really laugh, like genuinely laugh. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, God! Ah! Ah, that is so nasty. That is so wretched and vile. Oh, I was going to say manifestation audios. Manifestation audios and videos on TikTok, I think, need to be permanently banned. That is a form of psychological harassment that I did not consent to. I did not sign up for. Am I liking them? Yes. Am I saving the audios? Yes. Is that feeding the algorithm the information and knowledge that I'd like to receive more of those videos? Yes. Still, they need to be banned. It's like fucking gambling, dude. It literally gives me the rush like I'm gambling. Like I just hit the fucking slottos. Like I'm at the slot machine. Ching, ching, ching. Okay? And instead of dollar signs, it's just fucking ginger men from Ireland. What the fuck? The look at the Irish. Fuck you! Playing the slot machine of TikTok with manifestation audios. He will text you in seven minutes just like and save this sound. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You bitches need to be shot. That is crazy. Like this audio and trust me, bro. They will. What are you talking about? I do it. 
can't play with fate. Okay. Sometimes it'll be like, <laughs> look at the time that you're seeing this TikTok. And sometimes it'll be 333. Three, three. Let me look up what 333. 333 three, 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 angel number meaning. Angel number brings positivity, spirituality, and mental peace and abundance in life. <clears throat> Extremely loud, incorrect buzzer. Mental peace and spirituality. Angel number 333, an important message from your guardian angel about new life, abundance, and spiritual awakening. Under the influence of angel number 333, you'll be encouraged to speak your truth in all situations, T. This will help you become more in tune with who you truly are and will lead you to a place of true peace and inspiration. My question is, who the fuck? This is from Pinterest, dude. It's from hiddennumerology.com. Consider the source. Okay? I, I find myself exhibiting boomer behavior sometimes where I'll see something online. I'm like, <gasps> no way. Did you see? And then I'll go and I'll tell it to somebody. I didn't fact check that shit. Consider the source. Hiddennumerology.com. Fucking grow up. Now, I also see 222 a lot. Oh, and I've already Googled it. Can't remember. Angel number 222 signifies good fortune in finances, relationships, and career, as well as a reminder to work toward your soul's purpose. That's T. Now, this one, I like this one. Oh, wait, and 777 was another one that I saw. Associated with wisdom, intuition, and divine connection, the angel number 777 is, a considered, is considered a powerful spiritual message. When it appears repeatedly in your life, it is a reminder that you are on the right path and that you are in tune with your purpose and mission in life. I get little signs like this throughout my life that I haven't really dissected. Uh, in in full, but sometimes I'll see something and I'm like, that's a sign. Or I think deja vu is that. When you get deja vu, that means that you you are on the right path. Like in my mind, and I don't know where this idea came from. Let me know if y'all have this feeling too. When you get deja vu, it's like, I imagine a bunch of different timelines. And in that moment, two crossed and lined up perfectly. And I think that signifies that like, I'm on the right track in my life, in the greater sort of speed racer racetrack of my life. I'm on the right path. I don't know what that means. I don't know if, you know, on the right path could mean you're headed down uh, a dangerous or harmful path, but it's because the universe knows it will bring you back to the right path and you will have learned a lesson from that. So it's, it's not a very comforting thing because your path ebbs and, and flows and winds and bends, but it's, it is a little comforting knowing that, you know, maybe I'm not, I'm not too far from what I was supposed to do in this lifetime. Stay with me. Okay. Another one I see all the time. Like for example, every time I look at the fucking oven clock, it's one, one, one. I was driving the other day. It was stuck behind a bus that was bus one, one, one. So what does that mean? And I've already Googled it too. I can't remember. I can't fucking remember these. What does angel number 111 mean? It represents opportunity, good luck, and achievement. Okay. Do any of these fucking angel numbers represent sex and love with an Irish man? 111 can encourage individuals to take risks and welcome fresh experiences in their relationships. What? Signify confidence within yourself and motivate your own strength and decision making when opportunities are sent your way. 
be a sign that new opportunities are on the way or that this is the start of a new beginning. Be a sign to trust what's happening in your life and recent ideas you've been having. Okay? So many of these angel, angel numbers are like, okay, so I'm supposed to just trust what? Trust what, Mel? All right, I'll keep you guys updated on the fucking... On the Irishman front, I'm feeling, I'm feeling nervous. I'm feeling sweaty. I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling neurotic. Normal. Also very normal. Again, put normal SpongeBob up here. This is me. Hi, I'm normal. Hi, how are you? That's me. That's me talking to him. Hi, how are you? I'm normal. Last night we were talking about first date ideas. And uh, he suggested that I tie him to the railroad tracks and leave him there. Um, I suggested that... We buy guns and shoot each other. Um, he suggested that we go into a sensory deprivation tank and uh, uh, leave each other there. So I really like that. Oh, he also suggested a sensory deprivation tank, and then he rolls me down the hill in it. Um, I, I did like that idea as well. So it's it's very um, it's very romantic. I think about him all the time. I'm obsessed with him. It's kind of a uh, it's crippling. It, it really is. I can't do my daily tasks. It's it's horrible. <laughs> and then last night he was talking about. <laughs> it's just out of context. It's like, oh, what the fuck? Hey, what? Kind of concerning. Last night he was like, I need to go to bed. He stayed up way too late because it was the weekend. And he texted me and he was like, I have got to go to bed. Uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night, lunatic. I've never been hornier in my life. He called me a lunatic because I am. <laughs> I need him so bad. I need him so bad. We can make a beautiful life together. Our kids would have the bluest eyes and the palest. Just, you can't even put them in the sun. Those kids would be so pasty white. You put them in the sun, they turn into a fucking lobster. Okay? You put them in the sun. Oh! I'm, oh no, am I going to have kids that wear a sun shirt? No! No! I'm going to have kids that wear a sun shirt! No! Okay, that's it for this episode. Love you guys. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. This, this has been horrible. Love you. Be safe. Goodbye. Oh, Broski Report merch is still live. If you want it, go buy it. Broski.shop. And... New rule court on the 22nd, 21st, 22nd. Don't know. It's up to Stanley. We'll, just, we'll see. Okay. <clears throat> Love you guys. Bye.